Hello, all of my beautiful people. It is Quenisha, and I am back with another episode of Be A Better Baddie. Today, we're gonna be talking about self-care, the different types of self-care, and I have a freebie for you as well. Welcome. As I said, today we are talking about self-care. Um, I can tell you right now, I am in very, very severe need yep need of self-care it's been a couple of hectic weeks for me and it was it's been a mixture of like good and bad hectic so i had well last weekend was my galentine's day weekend and i had two friends come in to visit me so i had people in the house so that's one thing like not that it was bad but you know like whenever people are in the house like you gotta be extra vigilant I planned a birthday party for my dog so he just turned eight so my baby was out there celebrating had to get his cake find his outfit etc um I had the galentine's brunch so that really was the most planning because I had to do decorations I had to you know prepare my house for more people to come over I cooked and I was I was kind of dabbling with the idea of catering or not I need to look back because I was like with how many people are coming is it worth you know I don't know but I do want to obviously continue galentines continue parties in general but every all that and then it was Super Bowl too so I went out for the Super Bowl and hung out with some friends um a lot happened at work a lot happened at work. <laughs> um, my car is acting up as well. I need a new car. And Miss Mamas is doing her own thing. But I still love Miss Mamas. And Miss Mamas is getting me back. And I mean, just in general, like my water heater. Like there are things just happening right now. And I just feel like, and I just came to this realization the other day. Like when a lot of things are happening, like to me, like the, these seem like seemingly bad things. I've really like learned to just view them as lessons. And it feels so good when you're able to have these things happen to you and you're like, okay, what can I take out of this? Like not just sitting in there wallowing in your pain, right? Like, oh, this hurts. I feel like people betrayed me. Okay, what did you learn from it? So that has been really good. I am... I feel I feel good that I have this mindset because I can think if like the things that are happening to me happen to other people. Now, I'm not naming anyone in particular, but like just, you know, I feel like some people wouldn't be able to take it with such great stride. And in no way am I being like, I'm a extra strong black woman who can take anything because I'm not I'm I'm I will cry so many people have seen me cry this past week it's ridiculous and I'm not a big crier but when it's time for me to cry it'll happen so with all this going on though I can say I feel very very far removed from the best version of myself in every sense of the word and I I had to take a step back I was like okay like it's time to do some some self-care for me so that is what we're going to be talking about today. What are these different types of self-care and how can you bring them into your life? So in general, taking care of yourself should be your primary job in this primary job in this life. 
not not your job as a teacher, not your job as a mailman, not your job as an artist. Like your first job is taking care of yourself. Not even being a mother, I believe, is your first job because you can't be good at all those other things if yourself is not cared for. And it's so easy for us to put ourselves on the back burner while all these other things start to consume us, right? So for instance, if work is consuming so much of me, it's so easy for me. I'm, I'm talking about this later, but I'm gonna just talk about it right now. It's so easy for me to not have the time to take out my hair, for instance. I want to take out my hair so bad, but I don't have the time to do it. And, and honestly, it's not even work because I would take it out on the weekends, but it's like I don't have the motivation to just get it started yet. I'm, I am, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna start taking it out little by little, like, and just, just making it happen. But something needs to happen. So, here are the seven different types of self care. You have physical, emotional, mental, social, spiritual, financial, and environmental. So. I am going to go through each of these and talk about how you can add a little bit more self-love and self-care into your everyday life. I'll preface with this. All these self-care activities are going to address either engaging in more of a particular activity or retreating from it. Self-care is giving yourself what you need or giving yourself less of something. So let's get started. Physical self-care. So physical self-care is taking care of your physical being. We're talking about moving your body, your skincare routine, your hygiene, getting sunlight, bubble baths, massage, eating healthy meals, like all of those things when you think about like just your physical self. And this is what people typically think about when they hear self-care. They're thinking about what people may call the superficial things. And true, these are superficial and I will say highly commercialized, but they are very, very necessary. So think about when you do exercise. Like you, I love this, the quote from Legally Blonde. Like I, I always think about it. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy people don't kill their husbands. So doing that physical activity ultimately makes you happy right so and yes it makes you look good as well but it also makes you happy bubble baths it's good to sit in hot water well not hot hot but it's good for you to sit in some warm water it helps circulate blood maybe in your body y'all look that one up but if it's good right all of these things are superficial but they are good for you they make you look better they make you feel better, which makes you feel like your best self. So for me, all of the things I just named is how I engage in physical self-care. As I said, the one that I've been pushing back is doing my hair and it is hurting me. It's hurting me. I've washed my hair while, <laughs> quick rant. I have washed my hair while it was in the braids, but there's nothing like really, really getting in there, combing it. it I just really need to get in my hair. So I've been pushing that one back. Don't worry, by I want to say this weekend coming up, I'm taking them out. I'm going to make the time. Like I, And also the problem is I have so many braids in my hair. I've never had this many braids in my hair 
So I need to know I need to sit down and really take my time and take my hair out carefully so it doesn't break off. But I'll digress. That is physical self-care. The next type of self-care we'll talk about is emotional self-care. So this is you processing and tending to your own emotions. I tend to take care of my emotional needs by myself, by journaling, talking about them, engaging in some kind of activity. But I will say I feel like the other forms of self-care, including physical that I just talked about, they sort of take care of my emotional self-care because through those activities, I'm able to process or resolve the emotion that I am feeling. But when I think about emotional self-care as well, so if you are not like me and you really hate to process your own feelings, you want to talk to like a licensed professional, that's what I think about when I think about emotional self-care. So going to counseling or therapy, I don't have anything against counseling therapy and because I don't do it and I don't want people to think, hmm, she's anti-therapy. I'm not. I did try it. I tried it for a few months. I gave it I gave it a good run. My therapist's name was Nancy. I don't know if it was just me and Nancy didn't click or whatever, but I didn't feel like I gained anything from it. I felt like I was talking to myself too much, which I was like, I do this anyways. Like, I guess you're here doing the validation part. I don't know. So maybe Nancy didn't do a good job. Maybe I did. I don't know. But from that experience, I do not want to try it. But I do love the podcast Therapy for Black Girls, and they have this resource there that I will link in the show notes, because if you want to try therapy, you can obviously look through there and they will connect you with a black therapist if you are black listening to this. So that is emotional self-care. Next is our mental self-care. I go through ups and downs with this one for sure. So our brains need stimulation. That's the name of the game, right? So taking the time to engage in activities that promote stimulation, whether it be resting your brain or using your brain, that's why I find myself needing both. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I need to do something like my mind, my mind needs to run. Other times I'm like, whoa, 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 brain, brain, brain. You've done a lot. Like it's time to watch Real Housewives of Potomac and think about nothing. Okay, so. I feel like those are the two different self-cares I engage with. So I'm in a career where I need all of my mental prowess. I need to interact with people. I need to look at data. I need to find trends. I need to think of new ideas, improve ideas. And sometimes it does take a lot out of me. I'm just like, okay. On top of that, I have the audacity to want a podcast where I have to brainstorm content brainstorm these ideas, plan, organize my thoughts, record it, edit it, post it, promote it, and look at my results to see, did I do good? Should I do something like that better? You think that I'm done? No, because I also use my brain to to have relationships with people. I need my mental energy to engage in conversations with people, help them through their situations, be able to communicate my feelings and other things, right? I also need mental energy to run those adulting errands. You think you could go grocery shopping without a plan? You have to think about it. Grocery shopping takes so much out of me already. I actually prefer to pick up my groceries because it's less mental energy because all I need to do is click what I need and then drive up and they put it in my trunk. But imagine going to the grocery store, right? You've made a shopping list and now you need to walk around and find it. 
I know that was a lot. I just kind of, I just kind of named everything, right? I've kind, I but not even. I barely tapped the surface of all the things that require our mental energy. So, how exactly do you engage in mental self care? I do, I do, I do these two things. If there's too much going on. I need to declutter my mind. I've talked about this before. Every day our brain processes about 70,000 thoughts. From the moment you wake up to the moment you fall asleep, you are thinking. Isn't that wild? So you're thinking you have all these things in your brain. I just think of the brain as like this computer. Like there's, there's just too many tabs open. When there are too many tabs open, I get irritated and I need to close them. The way I close the tabs in my brain are by writing things down. I have to-do lists. I have sticky notes. I have apps in my phone. Like I am constantly writing things down because I need to get it out my brain because if I don't get it out my brain, baby, my computer's gonna crash, okay? Another way I declutter my brain is also talking with people. So maybe there's a situation that I just cannot stop thinking about, like something I need to figure out and I need to talk to another person to figure it out or just get it out. I'm gonna do that. I, I will, I'm a talker. I will go to the depths until I figure out what I need. Okay. The second thing I'll do if there's too much in my brain is numb my mind and escape. Watch TV. I will scroll on social media, like all those mindless activities that are quote unquote bad for us. I also love to do those because sometimes my brain does need a break. It's okay for me to consume trashy media. I'm a diverse girl. Now, vice versa, if I need mental stimulation, I'll create something or start doing something around the house. There's always something to be done. If you own a home, you better believe there's always something that can be done. There's always a project that you said, oh, you're gonna work on. So I'll create something, work on something, make a podcast or read a book or even work out because if I'm physically tired, then mentally I am tapped out as well. So that's mental self-care. Social, I see social self-care as nurturing relationships that I have with other people or even taking a step back from draining social activities. Whatever you need, whatever fits your social needs, go for it. Remember I said earlier that self-care is you going into something, pouring yourself into something, or removing yourself from it. Whatever you need. I think that social self-care can just be really minimized to two words. Either you say yes or no. You say yes to plans. You say yes to opening yourself up. You say yes to putting yourself in a new situation. You say yes by picking up the phone. You say yes by planning something. You you can say yes and say, yes, I want to engage in this activity. Or it can be no, right? No, you're not gonna pick up the phone for this friend who is about to trauma dump their entire life on you and you just don't wanna deal with it today. Just today, I did not say I want, caveat, let me throw this in here. If your friend is not able to vent to you, then you probably aren't that person's friend. Your friend should be able 
to vent to you, but there is a limit to how much negativity someone can just take from one person because then that friend who is constantly trauma dumping is associated with that negative feeling. And it's like, every time I do talk to this person, I know it's going to end up in a negative talking situation. Okay. That's not an excuse for you to say, I don't want to be there for my friends. So I'm not going to pick up the phone for them. I did not say be a bad friend. I said, if it's too much, you don't want to do it today, then say no. Okay. You can say no to the invitation to go out because you actually want to stay home and paint your nails. You actually just want to just be by yourself. And I find myself in both of these situations a lot of the time, right? Sometimes I'm just like, um, my social battery is tapped and I am going back home where I belong with my dog. We're going to watch TV. We're going to just eat some popcorn and chill. Sometimes that that's the best thing to me in the world. Other times I'm like, I need to go out. I want to see my friends or I want to have a party. What kind of party can I throw? So it just really depends on where you are. Okay. So the next type of self-care is the spiritual self-care. Now, everybody has a different meaning of spiritual, of course, right? I believe in God. So when I say spiritual, I mean that plus nature. So when I'm lacking in that connection to God and nature, this is when I'll start listening to more gospel music, reading more Bible scriptures, going to church, and just going outside to exist. Like being outside is healing. Listening to a good gospel song is healing. Like it really just makes me feel empowered. And I don't know, it makes me feel like everything will be okay. And I can say that when I need spiritual self-care, it's when something's happening that I just cannot even comprehend or begin to explain. Like if there are communication blocks with people or unexplained behavior from people, when I just really cannot even wrap my mind around why you did that or how you did that, I'm just like, you know what? Let me just recenter myself with the earth. Let me talk to God and I will move on. Sometimes, oh my God, what is the song? I don't know what the song is. I don't know who the artist is, but it's true. Sometimes you just got to let go and let God, like, especially me being the most logical, problem solving, strategic person. I can't always, sometimes it's just like, yeah, it's not for me to understand. If it, if it hasn't been shown to me, it is not for me to understand. So that's spiritual self-care. Um, next is financial self-care. I think this is my favorite. Whenever I do talk to people about the way I handle my finances or yeah, the way I handle my finances, everybody thinks it's weird. I don't have just one bank account. Like I like to have fun. If I'm bored with anything, I will not do it. I cannot be bored. Call make I'm pro, I'm a product of my environment. But get your finances in order, okay? My finances may be too much for some people to comprehend, but I understand it. So it's just I have different savings accounts for different things and I, that's just I just have multiple accounts. Like I'm not I can't just see one th- account with all my money in it that's boring and 
it's just I like to have categories and I that speaks to my need to categorize things, I guess. Um but in this in this I'm going to call it microwave capitalistic society cuz that's what it is. We we fall into the trap of feeling like we need to buy everything we see. Baby, when I tell you TikTok had me in a chokehold at one point with and I've never been influenced like I've been on the internet for most of my life, right? Watched the YouTube girlies do their thing. Watched the Instagram girls do their thing. Now see the TikTok girls doing their thing. I've never been influenced about any of the pre-workout or the leggings that my favorite fitness influencers used to push in like 2010 to 2014. I've never bought any of the makeup I saw on YouTube, mainly because I didn't know how to do makeup like that. And I was just like, you get what you get and don't throw a fit. But TikTok, I don't know what it is. When I see something on there, I'm like, wow, I do need that. My life could be enhanced by having that. And it's the fact that I can get it so quickly, right? The person's probably saying, it's at Target. I can get it from Target right now. It's at Amazon. I can order it from Amazon. I don't even need to leave my house. So that's the reason I say it is a microwave capitalistic society. But you, Miss Mamas, needs to be careful, okay? To practice financial self-care, I like to be fully aware of my financial situation banking websites have all these like tools and things where you can see like nice little charts of like where you spend your money and how you spend your money what time period like the categories i love to just look at those sometimes (laughs) i love i said sometimes i look at them when i say sometimes i mean i look at them pretty regularly and it helps me gain a better sense of my habits and my patterns and it makes me make it helps me make better habits boundaries and goals so make sure you do that regularly go onto your banking website see where they can like help you look at your spending like i know bank of america and chase has it i'm not sure about other banks but they always have these nice little pie charts and it's nice to see them like what did I spend? Why did I spend that much? And especially when you do it at the end of the year, like knowing what your salary is or how much money you made that year and see how much you like spent. It could be a real shocker. It could be a real shocker, sweetie. So do that. I also feel like a lot of I feel like a lot of self-care in itself is removing anxiety and unknown from your life, right? So having to practice financial self-care is you removing the anxiety and the unknown around money. So do more financial active, do more financial learning. So you do learn more about what you don't know about money itself. And it doesn't necessarily need to be investing, um, real estate or anything it could be as simple as saving like so many people don't have savings accounts you know so learn more about what you don't know be more mindful about how you spend your money and how you spend it paying your bills on time is financial self-care because if you feel safe in your own house after you've paid the bills and and safe as in you know you'll have running water heat lights etc you will feel better And I think one that one self-care activity that we don't talk enough about 
is making more money. I know I just said that this is a capitalistic society and it is. So learn how to live in it. Make more money. Like, especially when you know you want something that you can cut, like you can cut, you can save, you can budget, but you can't really out budget the inflation. You can't to a certain extent. So you have to make more money. And that is a form of self-care too, making more money. So you can be the best version of yourself because you can afford to do the things you really want to do and you can be you. Okay. It's all about discovering what you need and then putting it into action. One more financial self-care action is altering your mindset around money. I saw this on Tiki Talk the other day and I was like, I mean, it's a simple concept, but sis was really onto something. So she said to view money as a tool and a resource, something you use to make moves. So think about it. Gas is a resource that we use to fuel our cars. We use our cars to get around to get us everywhere, social activities, work, church, travel destinations, etc. Gas is that resource that we need to make the moves that we need to do. Money is something that you trade and it circulates and use it as a resource to get the things that you want, to do the things you want, just using it as a resource. So not thinking that I need to constantly hoard this money to make progress like no i'm going to trade the money for this thing that will make me feel better i'm going to trade the money for the personal training because the personal trainer ultimately makes me feel good because it's motivating me giving me more of a reason to work out helping me learn more about working out etc so it's i guess thinking of it as an investment yes there is a certain amount of privilege that comes that one must have to even view money in that way. I understand that. But if it works for you, it works for you. And then our last type of self-care is environmental self-care. Have you ever looked around your house and said, this house isn't given anymore. This house isn't given what I need it to give. Now, I wanna add this in here. Don't say your house isn't giving what it needs to give because you've seen somebody on Instagram with blank white walls and gray furniture and nude paintings all over their house and you want it. No, you're copying someone else. Follow your desires. So if you ever looked around your house and said, this house is no longer giving, you probably need to engage in some environmental self-care. Think about all the environments that you spend time in all the different parts of your home, your car is an environment, your workplace, like all those different places where you spend an extended period of time in, those are your environments that you should put some care into. Spending time in places has an effect on your mood and honestly more than your mood, your total being. So definitely take the time to make those environments more conducive to your success. And it's not about just making them aesthetically pleasing but making sure that also the places are clean making sure that they are safe so taking your car to get its its maintenance is a form of environmental self-care because your car is an environment that you spend time in right you drive to and throw everywhere in it make sure the car doesn't break down on you while you're out right 
make sure that your car has gas in it. Make sure that you're picking up the trash out of your car because you don't want to be sitting in a dirty car transporting yourself from one place to another. Okay, so make sure it's enjoyable because it's going to positively impact your mood, your habits, your productivity, your mental and emotional state, everything in between. Practicing emotion, not emotional, oops, practicing environmental self-care for me really looks like maintaining a clean environment. So things being cluttered really, really messes with me and I feel the physical clutter then adds to the mental clutter and then I feel unmotivated, I feel distracted and there are a lot of things that I can't do. I also like to, it also means making my places aesthetically pleasing to me to me following my own taste so my home decor is not everyone cups of cups is not everyone's cup of tea and that's what life is supposed to be everything is not supposed to be everyone's cup of tea if it is I don't know I don't know um and then making sure that I'm comfortable and I'm safe do I have a, 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 a broken window or not like things like that so look around your environment see what's going on with you so just to recap on our seven types of self-care and again you well I didn't say this anyways you can find it in the freebie there's physical emotional mental social spiritual financial and environmental okay so that is all for today. Remember, taking care of yourself is an essential part of living a healthy and fulfilling life. By engaging in self-care um, activities, you're improving your physical health, reducing your stress and anxiety, improving your relationships, and increasing your productivity. Make sure you take the time to prioritize you, yourself, and your well-being. If you like this episode and you want to start thinking about how you can incorporate these different types of self-care into your life, then open up those show notes down there and claim your freebie. So I've created this mini self-guided self-care reflection that includes all the different types of self-care I outlined today. It has some reflection questions to help you think about your current self-care routine and how you want to create your new self-care routine. So don't leave without downloading that. All the other links that I mentioned are going to be found in the show notes as well. Thanks for tuning in and I will see you guys next time. Bye.